Thank you for tuning in to Storytime Sunday. In my twisted dungeon, the cuck and the client. Glory Box by Portishead plays as I carefully apply my makeup and think about the man coming to visit me today. It is one of his favorite songs and blends well with his layered mind. A man, yes, but one that enjoys playing in female clothing from time to time. The sensation of softness and putting down that bow and arrow for a little while, as the song talks about, is fun playtime. Getting ready before a dominant submissive session has always been a ritual for me and it puts me into a calm, controlled dom space as I do my hair and put on my makeup and listen to music. Sometimes my live-in slave is working when I have sessions with clients, but today my live-in slave was home. Whenever he is home, he is in charge of putting out my clothes, laying out my nylons and any items that I need for each specific client. He's often home as I'm in the dungeon with a naked, chaste, or cross-dressing client, and while he accepts my life as a pro-dom, he secretly loves feeling cuckolded while I engage with other naked men in the house. He will lay quietly upstairs in his slave bed, imagining the scene in the dungeon, wishing he could be restrained and gagged in the corner of my dungeon as I work on another man's throbbing hard cock with tease and denial, edging them in chastity, spanking them, dressing them up in female clothing, whipping them, and putting them into deep subspace and even deeper levels of desire. But... Since he never shared his cuck fantasy with me, all that he can do is wait patiently for me to beckon him downstairs once a client has left the house. Now this particular client who is visiting today loves the silk scarf and I have a variety that he has gifted me. It is his fetish, the soft, silky feeling of that scarf. Today, I had given specific instructions to my live-in slave to find the red and gold silk scarf. My silky thigh highs, my sexy red heels, and my short black halter dress, and my black leather corset. Then I asked him to look in his room, for I had a surprise for him. On his bed was a full femme outfit and pink wig laid out on his bed along with his wrist and ankle cuffs. Both the client and my live-in slave loved a cross-dress and the thought of them both being dolled up and ready to serve me was a seed of desire that was now planted and ready to sprout. Why? Well, I'll tell you. My client's sexy aura and magnetic appeal beyond his obvious good looks and well-behaved obedience, had always been appealing to me. That is, he was perfectly obedient until 
the end of his last session in my dungeon, when he made his intentions crystal clear that I had been causing him to develop some deeply lustful cravings. After the session had completed, without realizing his approach, he leaned in and kissed my mouth. Though I felt the stirrings of attraction with his lips pressing against mine, I told him he had caught me by surprise and he was looking down a very dangerous rabbit hole with his naughty behavior. Regardless of my guarded and somewhat jarred reaction and statement, he knew he had softened me, even though I remained stern and strict. Knowing the fact that I would never mix business with pleasure, and since the session was complete, he quickly showered, dressed, and graciously left with a slight grin. Neither good looks or good behavior will sway a dom like me. I only act upon a structured protocol and... Deviation was not in my rule book. Not yet, at least. Many men have tried a similar approach and have failed miserably. Something felt oddly different with this experience. And after much thought between that session and the one that was quickly approaching, I decided that I would be teaching him a lesson this session. And I would also be giving my live-in slave a surprise of his lifetime. I had seen the things he read online and had always known he wanted to be cuckolded. The fact that he hadn't told me made what would happen today extra thrilling. As I looked at the time and continued working on my hair and my live-in slave began to dress up like a slutty sissy, I wondered why this client was able to get one step closer than anyone else could with his lips on mine. I would see him at least once a month and there were very specific steps that I always took to lead him into mental subspace, but he had never tried kissing me before. Maybe I took him too far into subspace and the connection was created without my realization. I certainly did not know how he felt until he took that bold step. And now I decided to take charge of that. And regardless of the reasons, today's session was going to change everything. Not just for my live-in slave or my sexy client, but primarily for me. I was going to take charge. And I had thought every single step through thoroughly. It was time to take charge of this situation and fulfill something that I had never done before. My desires to be pleased were matched with two willing participants, even if they did not know what was going to be happening yet. The seduction and control began as I looked in the mirror at my finished appearance and sensual dominance. I visualized what I was going to do to both men and immediately felt my body warm up and turn on. Dom's space had officially taken over. I was the predator, and they would soon be my prey. Today, my pleasure would be fulfilled. Once my slave was dressed, I had him bow on the floor and kiss my feet, 
expressing my dominance over him and acknowledging that he was my property. His chastity cage was dripping with excitement. I placed a ball gag in his mouth as he willingly accepted it, and then I attached his leash to his slave collar, and I had him crawl slowly behind my high-heeled shoes. I led him slowly to my dungeon, and there I attached him to the St. Andrew's cross, with both his wrists and his ankles attached to each metal ring. He faced the dungeon and would be watching everything that I planned on doing to my client. I put a drop signal with bells on it into my slave's hand in case he needed me. I looked at my slave as his chastity dripped with pre-cum and I smiled at him and said, Today, you get your wish. Suddenly, I heard a ping on my phone. Loverlips was texting me. He had finally arrived for his session. I had left the front door open for him and instructed him to lock the door behind him when he came in. I instructed him to strip completely naked and to meet me downstairs in my dungeon. There would be no cross-dressing for him today. He texted me excitedly that he would follow my instructions happily. He knew I had a slave and seeing him on my cross in the dungeon would not be a complete surprise. Yet he still didn't know that that's what he would see. I could hear the door opening and then I heard it close and lock and waited for him to strip off all of his clothing and come down the stairs to my dungeon. When I finally heard his footsteps coming down the stairs, my heart started to pump with excitement. As soon as I saw his face, I said, Oh, there you are. His name was Victor, and he saw Bunny on the cross and wondered what I had planned for this session. Usually it was just me and Vic. He looked at me and he said, What have we here? He was a bit of a brat. He, he liked to be bratty. I said, well, today I have something special for our session. I have decided that I want to do our session in front of my restrained slave. Now, what do you think? My gagged slave had a puddle of pre-cum at the base of the cross, and his excitement was obvious. His fantasy was becoming a reality. Well, Vic said, I'm totally fine with that, queen. Will he see everything that you do to me? My slave shook his head up and down in agreement. And I said, oh yeah, that's the plan. Slave is ready. Are you in? And Vic said, anything you do to me, queen, is amazing. Let's do it. Let's have some fun. And I said to him, okay, lover lips, get on the floor and put your hands up. So he got on the floor and he put his hands up and... I placed leather slave cuffs on him as well. And then I had him put on some ankle cuffs. Okay, now, Vic, I want you to get up. I want you on my table, facing up, so back to the table and with your face up to the ceiling. I grabbed each of his arm once he was on the table and I took one at a time and attached them to the chains on the wall. 
They hung conveniently near the table, and I attached his ankles to the chain attached above the table and suspended each cuffed leg to the chain. Not only was my live-in slave restrained, but now, too, was my naughty kissing bandit. Tell me, lover lips, what happens to men who kiss me without my permission? You know you are the only one who has actually gotten that close to me. Now, what do you think happens? Suddenly, he seemed nervous, and he said, Um, well, what, what happens? Well, I'll tell you what happens. I teach that person a really good, strong lesson about who is in charge. You are the first, so I will have to make an example for any others after you. Though I doubt there will be any after you. I walked outside of the dungeon and I grabbed the tripod that was set up and ready to film and brought it into the dungeon. I wanted to set it up so that I could capture both my slave on the cross and the naughty, kissing bandit on the table. The brat on the table. And I said to him, I'm going to film everything and you will do everything I tell you to do. And remember, you are not allowed to come until I say you can. Do you understand? And he quickly said, oh yes, queen, I will obey you. I will listen to everything that you say. I will do everything that you ask and I will obey you. Now, Victor, if you do come before I permit you to come, you will be eating it. And I looked over at Bunny and I told him the same goes for you, Bunny. If either of you have any accidents or come, you will be eating that come. But Bunny, you will not come, do you understand me? And he shook his head. No, he won't come. That's a very good slave. Now, Victor, if you get close, you're going to say, Edge, do you understand me? And he said, yes. I walked over and I pressed record on the camera. I kicked off my heels and I walked over to Vic. His penis is surprisingly hard, even though he seems a bit nervous. I untie the silk scarf that is wrapped over my hair and I let it float down over the hard penis. I know how much he loves it when I stroke his cock with a scarf and he gives in to that pleasure so quickly and groans as I tighten my grip on his scarf-covered cock. I know it's time to tease and train him into submission. What do you say to Queen for kissing me? I'm sorry, Queen, I promise I won't do it again. I stroke his penis harder and faster and his cock head expands and he gasps quickly. Edge, edge, edge. Wow, that was quick. I stop and I berate him some more for getting so close, but deep down I secretly love it. I find another scarf in the dungeon and I wrap it around his eyes and start to focus on his body as Bunny watches me tease and play with every inch of his skin 
from his view on the cross. I drag the tip of the scarf all over his skin and give him tantalizing and tingling sensations all over his body. He is a sensation play junkie. His cock is now rock hard, but I refuse to touch it and I won't touch it any further. Instead, I open a sterilized package and remove a shiny urethral sound. I open a package of lubrication and cover the sound with lots of lube and look at Vic's throbbing cock that is dripping wet with pre-cum. I tie the scarf around the base of his cock and then I rub the cum all around the head of his cock and then start teasing his hole with the metal sound. He loves it when I plunge his cock with sounds and he groans with excitement. I slowly and gently insert it into his hole and let it slide down naturally as my slave's eyes widen and Vic's breath quickens. Vic wants to come so badly but can't with the sound inside. Being restrained and at my mercy while being filmed and watched by my live-in slave is incredibly erotic. I remove the sound from his penis and then I take the scarf blindfold off of Vic and then I put it over Bunny's eyes. I return to Victor and I say, are you really sorry for kissing me? He says, honestly, no, I don't regret it, not for a minute but I promise to ask first next time. And then I say, how would you feel if I used my mouth on you? And then I start to laugh a little. I then motion for him to be very quiet. I put my finger to my lips. I turn up the music in the dungeon so that Bunny cannot discern what was going to happen next. And I put my face close to his and I open my mouth and I kiss him deeply then moving down his body I kiss his nipples and I kiss his belly and I kiss his belly button and I go towards his rock hard cock and I put my wet mouth over the tip of his cock head and I look up at him with the head of his cock in my mouth I look in his eyes and I tell him, I am in control now. I lift my head from the table. I walk over to Bunny. I remove his blindfold and shackles. And then I remove the restraints from Vic. Then I tell Bunny now, Sissy, you will go upstairs to the master bedroom and you will put the satin sheets on my bed. I want the wooden chair at the end of the bed and I will be restraining you on a chair, and I will be having the time of my life with my naughty kissing bandit client. He's going to please me, and he's going to fuck me, and he's going to kiss me, and he's going to make me orgasm over and over again while you watch. And if you're lucky, you will get to clean me up afterwards. And you just looked at me and said, Of course, my queen, 
anything that you want, my queen. I want you to be happy. And Victor agreed. And we went upstairs. And that is the power of what one kiss can do. Thank you for listening to my Storytime Sunday. Stay tuned next Sunday for part two of In My Twisted Dungeon, My Cuck and the Client. And if you're not yet in chastity or are looking for a great device at a discounted price, go to www.lockedinlust.com and purchase your very own chastity device for 15% off with discount code CHASTITYQUEEN. Sweet dreams, my lovelies. Until next time.